where we say like this, Ali Mamim Bamun Shleima, Shekola Toira Hamatsuya Atobiadenu. All the Toira that is found in our hands, he Hanasuna the Moshe Rabbeinu Oliver Shalom. Now this is actually very important. Let's explain. First we'll translate. I believe with perfect faith that the entire Torah that we have now is that which was given to Moshe Rabbeinu. Now this is a very, very important point. This belief over here is that the Torah that we have, which was transmitted at Har Sinai, is exactly the Torah that we have. Now how exactly, we don't know it was exactly transmitted to Moshe Rabbeinu, but it was. Moshe Rabbeinu transcribed what the Rabbani Shem told him which means that every posuk in the Torah, whether it's a mitzvah, whether it's a story, is straight from the Rabbeinu Shalom, and there's a lesson to be learned over there. And, and it's a very important point. The Mishnah, we're learning Perkyavis now, the Mishnah, and we spoke this over as well, Mishnah, the first Mishnah Perkyavis is Moshe Kibbal Torah Misinai, right? And that teaches us that there's a Messiah, because he gave it to the Zikanians, it, it came as a Messiah, that Moshe Rabbeinu got the Torah, and after that, he gave it to those beneath him, who gave it to those beneath him, who gave it to those beneath him, and eventually it came down to us. And that shows us a very important idea. There is a Messiah that means that when we live as a Yid with the Torah that we have, we live with Torah Shabbat and Torah Shabbat Peh. Torah Shabbat meaning the written Torah, the Chumash, and we have also Torah Shabbat Peh, Chazal, the Gemara, Medrash, whatever, and much more that goes obviously together with that. But the idea is that everything was given at Sinai. Everything we have comes from Moshe Rabbeinu that was given to him by the Rabbeinu Shalom. It's the same Torah, the Chinuch. Famously writes in the beginning of his Akdama to the Chinuch of Tariyag Mitzvah, the most beautiful Akdama. If you have a chance, if you just got the article in Yeshiva, get a chance to open it up and look at the Akdama of the Chinuch. If you want to learn it, Shavuos night, beautiful Limut. Because he goes through, it's a famous Shita, it's a Shaila, other Rishonim argue with him, but the Chinuch says that there's no way that that many people who were standing around at House Sinai, Kamat Kaviyachal saw the Rabbi Nishlam, heard from the Rabbi Nishlam's mouth, Kaviyachal, could be wrong, and it was transmitted from father to son, from Rebbe to Talmud, all throughout the generations. And therefore, we have the Torah that we have is straight from the Rabbi Nishlam. And therefore, what we are saying with this Animam is that our belief is total. That everything that the Rabbani Shalom gave us is what we have right now. Nothing has been changed. Nothing has been altered. Nothing has been edited. Everything is in the way that it was meant to be. And therefore the Torah that we have is perfect, complete, and straight from the Rabbani Shalom. That is this Animamim. Next, let's move on to number nine. Animamim Ba'emunah Shlema. Shizoyz ha-Torah loisei muchlefes v'loisei Torah acheres me'eis ha-boyre yisbarach shemoy. I believe with perfect faith that the Torah will not be changed and there will never be another Torah given by God. That means, again, this is basically going back to Maimed Sinai again, similar to the other the one that we just mentioned before. It's obviously a continuation. Not only the Torah that we have is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave Moshe at Mount Sinai, but it was never going to be changed and there will never be another Torah. That is the pure Torah. As we know, the Chazal tell us, Stakel Baraisa, that the Rabbanishim created the world. How? How did the Rabbanishim create the world? By looking at the Torah. The Torah is what we call the blueprint of the world. Just like, if you've ever seen a blueprint of a building, 
When you're building a brand new building, there's a blueprint. There's where you're going to build the foundations, where the windows are going to be, the piping, the drainage, the electric points. There's a blueprint to know how to build. You can't build stum. You can't have an idea in your head. I want the house to look this way. I think I'll start building. It doesn't work that way. You have to look at the blueprints. The blueprint is basically what builds the house. Yes, physically you have to put the bricks and the, the wires and everything on, but the blueprint is basically everything. Says Chazal, the blueprint of the world is the Torah. That means this world was created by the Rebbe looking at the Torah and creating the world. The Torah that we have is the same Torah. We all know the famous Maïs, I think it was with, if I'm not mistaken, Chatzka Levenstein one time came into the base Medrash and the Olam was steiging and learning and he walked into the base Medrash. He clapped on the bim. He had a huge box with him. And he said, I have a raya in this box that the Torah is mina shamayim. And everyone thought like, well, are you okay today? Is everything okay? You have a box. I have a raya from this box that everything is okay. So he explained he said, my wife just got a new mixing machine. Now, in those days, to get a mixing machine was quite a hush of a thing. It was expensive. Someone sent it from America, whole thing. And he said, we opened it up, and it was a way to her to make colors and cakes and everything, and we're very excited about it. But I looked inside, and I saw, not only did they give us the machine, but they also gave us an instruction manual. In other words, for best usage, to make sure the machine works and doesn't break, and for best usage, use this way. These are the instructions. Said Reb Chatzkan, I think it was him. I have a right that the Rabbonisham gave us the Torah. How? Because the Rabbonisham created the world. And he said, for best results, use this way. The Torah is the instruction manual of the world. The Torah is the instruction manual of how to live the best life possible. Of how to use the life that you were given to the fullest. And that's what the Torah is. And that's what we're saying over here. We have total belief that it's never going to be changed. It's not going to be ever another Torah if the Torah that Hashem gave us at Al-Sinai is the same Torah that we have, we said in number 8, and now we're saying that uh, what we have is not only directly from the Rabbi but it's also unchangeable. It's exact. Nothing can be added, nothing can be taken away. It's perfect the way it is. Sometimes a person can learn the Torah, whether it's Torah Shabbat, Torah Shabbat, and he can ask one of the following questions. What do we need to know this for? Is this really relevant to me? Like I need to know. A person can learn Chumash and say, like, is this really relevant? A person can learn Gemara and say, what do we need to know this for? Every chalik of Torah is applicable. Every chalik of Torah is exactly what the Rabbani Shem gave us in order to be able to use the world in the best possible way. Let's move on now to number 10, Rabbi Yisai. An imamim ba'amun ha-shleima. Sha'aboyu ispog shumai. Yehideya kol ma'ase b'nei odom v'chol mach shavoysov. Shenema. Ha'yotze yachalibom ha'meivin al-kol ma'aseim. I believe with perfect faith that the Rabbani Shem knows all of man's deeds and thought, that's quite scary. Kuchbochu knows everything. We say it Rosh Hashanah, It's written, he has molded every heart together, he understands what each one does. So the principle over here is, now we're going even further from the Torah, and we're saying the Rabbanishim not only created the world, not only keeps the world going, not only gives the power and the koyach to Nevi'im, not only gave us the Torah, but also knows every single one of our deeds and every single one of our thoughts. And this means that everything we do, the Rabbanisham never turns his eyes away from it. It's an amazing thing to think about it. You know, just to give you an example, imagine if I told you in the Sahara Desert, do you know how many grains of sand there are in the Sahara Desert? Now, I don't know. And I don't even imagine that if you'd be able to Google that, then Google will give you the answer of how many grains of sand in the Sahara Desert. I have no idea. But what I can tell you, what I can tell you is like this. What I can tell you is like this. What I can tell you is that if I would tell you that two of those grains of sand, just two of those grains of sand 
are actually having a fight, one with each other, I cannot imagine any of you would even be bothered by that. It makes no difference to your life. Who cares? There are so many of them. Therefore, it makes no difference if two of them are fighting. The Rabbi Shalom has in the world billions and billions of people. The Rabbi Shalom has in the world billions and billions of people. Do you think he cares if a few of us are fighting? The answer is, he cares about every single one of us. He, it makes a difference. He's a shkochas on every single one of us. So what we're saying over here with Animamim number 10, Yud, is that we believe with total faith that everything we do is under the shkoch of the Rabbi Shalom. Every deed, every thought process, even if nobody else knows what we're thinking at this moment of time, the Rabbi Shalom does know what we are thinking. Right? That's we see it many times, by the way, from the Psukim. We had in last week's parasha, parasha B'chukosai, we had in Parshas Bahar. In Parshas Bahar, we see that many times by Anas Tvarim, for example, or even we find it by Lifnei Iva, we find that sometimes the Rabbi Shalom says at the end of the passage, fear your God. Why? Rashi explains, because certain times that someone will do something, no one will know your true intent. No one will know your true kavana, but the Rabbani Shem does. And therefore you have to know that at all times, the Rabbani Shem knows what we are thinking. And therefore this belief is that the Rabbani Shem knows what we're thinking, knows what we're going through, knows every action that we do. And of course that means that we have to be careful, like we say in the beginning of Shulchan Aruch, in the beginning of Baruch Haim, the first Be'alocha, right? Shvisi Hashem Lenegri Tomad the Ramah, that we put Hashem in front of us always. That if we live, with the Rabbani Shalom in front of us at all times, and realize that we live our lives, and the Rabbani Shalom is always there, in the darkest of places, in the in the smallest of places, wherever we are, wherever we put ourselves, there's always a Rabbani Shalom, and he's always there, looking up for us, helping us, guiding us, then it will hopefully stop us from doing many of the things that we know we shouldn't be doing, or saying, or thinking, because at the end of the day, the Rabbani Shalom is there, Shavisa Hashem Lenegri Tomad, put Hashem in front of you always, it's an important idea to remember, it's one of the animamans over here, and we obviously understand why the Rambam included it in the Shlesha Sri Ikrim. It's definitely one of the Ikrim because a person lives a Yiddish life knowing that he's not just living whatever he wants, doing whatever he wants, thinking whatever he wants. Nobody cares. Nobody knows. Chas The Rabbi knows everything. He cares a lot. And of course, it's up to us to be able to make the best impression that we can. In Mitzvah Shem, tomorrow, we are going to Be'ezah Hashem finish off the Yud Gimel Ikrim.